Hi, and welcome to the Uncharted Entrepreneurs Podcast. I'm your host, Sherry Miter. And if you're new to the show, this is where we are going to show you how to tap into your talents and your bold courage to create the life you're called to live. Because my whole philosophy on life is it is short. We never know when our time is coming and we've got to enjoy the journey. So you've got to find something you love to do, create a business around it, outsource what doesn't give you joy and live the life you're called to live. It can happen for you. So welcome to the show or welcome back to the show. I'm so glad you're here. Okay, we're going to start a series on what separates the high achievers from the crowd. Have you ever looked at some people, maybe the people you admire from afar, or maybe they're people in your lives, or maybe you're just like on the verge of being a high achiever, but you, or maybe you are a high achiever, <laughs> but you're just wondering like what separates the really high achievers from everybody else? And how can you become one of those high achievers that everybody looks up to? And a high achiever to me is somebody, it's not about money. It's never about the money to me. Granted, trust me, I want to make some good money. There is no denying that because money gives us choices and gives us the freedom and flexibility to do the things we want to do for ourselves and for our family and our friends and anybody else that matters in the world to you. So we want money, but a high achiever is just somebody who's living life at that higher level. Like they've they've figured it out. And granted, they probably haven't figured it all out. We never do. But they figured out a lot more than maybe you're feeling you have at this point. And I have studied high achievers for the past 20 years, whether it's being mentored by some, coached by some, read their books, follow them on, follow their podcast, took their trainings. Like I've invested a lot of time and energy into what does make a high achiever. And I have noticed when I put a lot of these things into practice, guess what? I achieve a lot more in my life and in my business. So as I was thinking about this next series, I came up with really 10 things. And there may be more added as we go along. But to me, it's really like 10 things that really separate the high achievers from everybody else. And here's the really great news, that none of these things are about intelligence or the degrees or certifications they have, or even where they grew up, none of that matters. Because when you really study high achievers, you will see that there are people from all walks of life, all different intelligence levels, all different degrees, or most don't even have the degrees and certifications, to be perfectly honest. But there are qualities that they have that make them stand out from the rest, that make them those high achievers. So the 10 things that I have right now, and again, we'll probably add to this list, but these were just what I thought of today. Number one, it's a lot about mindset. High achievers just think differently. That is probably the number one thing. Number two, it's skill set. They have practiced their craft. So it's not about being smarter about it. They've just practiced it longer. Number three, it's how they face challenges in life and business. And we're going to dive deeper into that one today in today's show. Number four, 
It's who they listen to. Who do they surround themselves with? As far as mentors and coaches, what are they reading? What are they putting into their brains? All of those things. What are they listening to? I guarantee it is not the news. Number five, it's their willingness to dream, to vision cast, to create the vision board and really believe that those things can come to fruition. Number six, it's who they surround themselves with as far as their peers, their friends. I think we've all heard the saying, we become like the five people we hang around with. And that can either lift you up and give you hope, or that can make you really scared right now when you think about it. Number seven, it's their willingness to invest in themselves and their future. High achievers invest a lot into personal growth. Number eight, it's their generosity. Most of the high achievers I follow and know and mentor, they're extremely generous people. Number nine, they don't give up. It's their perseverance, the keep on going. And number 10, it's their self-care habits. It's how they take care of themselves. So those are things we're going to cover over a series of time in the podcast. But for today, we're going to dive deeper into the number three, how they face challenges in life and business. Because you know what? Life happens to all of us. And I remember hearing once from somebody that she said, we are either in a crisis, we are about to go through a crisis, or we just got out of a crisis. So stuff happens. Life is happening all around us. You know, people are getting sick in our lives. Um, You know, there's divorce in our families. There's illnesses. I already said that, but there's death. There's, you know, tragedy. Like things are going to happen. But what I, I have noticed is high achievers, we don't let life's obstacles stop us. We figure out how to continue to at least keep moving forward, maybe not at the pace that we would have been if there wasn't a crisis happening around our lives right now. But we keep moving forward at some point. We don't stop. Because if you stopped every time something was happening in your life, or maybe it's just even feeling that feeling of overwhelm, that can sometimes stop us, is that we get so overwhelmed we just kind of stop and we freeze and we don't know what to do. High achievers have learned to almost embrace the chaos, work through it, and continue on. And one of the things I learned several, several years ago, and I don't even know who I learned this from. It was a mentor when I was in direct sales that shared this, and it's just always served me well. And I I share this with a lot of my clients but it's called the dresser drawer method. And I may have even shared it on a podcast before, but it's definitely worth repeating. So how what that means is just like if you walked into your bedroom right now, I hope and pray <laughs> that your dresser drawer or your dresser, all of the drawers are closed. Doesn't matter if you have four drawers on it, eight drawers, 12 drawers, whatever, they're all closed. Now, I'm not going to judge what they look, what stuff looks like inside. We're not worried about that. 
but we keep all the dresser drawers closed, right? And if you have a bunch of drawers open right now on your dresser, you need to talk to somebody about getting organized before we even go into high achievement. Okay. Just throwing that out there. But for most of us, all the drawers stay closed until we need something out of that drawer. So when you need to get a pair of socks, you open up the sock drawer and you get your pair of socks out, grab them out, you close that drawer. Now maybe you need to get your underwear. You open up your underwear drawer, you get that out, you close that drawer. Now maybe you need your sweatshirt. You open up the sweatshirt drawer, you grab that out, you close the drawer. So you can imagine doing that, right? And it's the same thing with our life, that there are going to be times that there's chaos happening around us or crisis happening around us. And it feels like, if you can imagine, walking into the room and seeing your dresser drawer, all of them open and stuff hanging out and how chaotic that would feel, right? And that's what sometimes our life feels like. So what we need to learn to do is keep the dresser drawers closed. So you may have a drawer right now that has a crisis happening in it. Maybe it's right now we're dealing with this in our own family. Uh, My father-in-law has dementia and he's not doing well. It's like a major thing going on in our life right now that we have to be, we have to deal with. And there's a lot of moving pieces to that. So that's one of the drawers I have in my life right now. But I can't leave that drawer open 24 hours a day. And neither can my husband right now. He went to work this morning and I went to work today in my office. But at some point tomorrow, so that dresser drawer has stayed closed all day today for both of us. But at some point tomorrow, we're going to open up that drawer again and we're going to deal with the, that situation and what has to be done to get prepared. Um, And it's hard. But then when we both have to go to work again, at some point tomorrow, we'll close that drawer and we'll open up the work drawer again. And then there's sometimes there's other things going on in our lives. Maybe even just personal care might be one of your drawers. So when you're taking care of yourself, maybe when you're on an exercise, you're exercising, you're doing those kind of things, you open up that drawer, you take care of yourself, you make you the priority right then and there. When you're done, you close that drawer and you go to the next drawer. Maybe your family is one of your drawers. Maybe um, having fun is one of your drawers. It can be anything. So just imagine your dresser and that each drawer represents a piece of your life. And just like we wouldn't want to have every single drawer open all the time, because that would just cause so much mental stress all the time. We've got to learn to just prioritize and remember to not even prioritize, but just to shut the drawers and open them, deal with one thing at a time and not try to deal with it all at the same time. That's when it gets overwhelming. That's when life just seems to be crushing us because we're trying to keep everything going at the same time. And that's really, I think that's impossible. Like, I don't think we can, any of us can do that without our health definitely diminishing. So if you learn to practice this, I tell you, it has served me so well through the years. Because again, there's always something happening in our lives that we have to deal with that we don't really want to. But if we keep it in that drawer, deal with it when we need to, and when we're in the right space to do that, 
and otherwise keep it closed and go about your work. Go about your day. Keep moving forward. And that, my friends, is how high achievers get through crisis. It's not that they don't have them, but they've learned to compartmentalize the stuff that's going on through their lives so that it doesn't stop them from achieving things. Now, I am not going to say that there won't be a time in your life that something major happens. You know, when my mom passed away and she was only 58 years old, that crushed me. And believe me, the only drawer that was open in my life at that time was taking care of my mom. For like three months, that was the only drawer that opened because I had other people set up to take care of the other drawers in my life. My husband took care of the kids and the family stuff. I had an office help that took care of my business. And all I had to do was open up that drawer for my mother for three months But when she passed, I had to get used to closing that drawer. And there was still a lot of grief that I had to deal with. And pretty much every day for a year, I would open up that grief drawer and and let my grief settle in for an hour or two, sometimes all day. And then other times I'd have to close and I'd have to get back to being a mom, a wife, a businesswoman. So if you can learn that concept it definitely will help you get through things so that you can take on that high achiever attitude that, you know what? Yes, we have a crisis. We have this. And the other thing I heard once, another thought that um, has I've held on to for a long time is that when we have a crisis going on to our li- in our lives and we are entrepreneurs, and we stop working because we are trying to deal with this crisis 100% of the time, and we quit working because emotionally we just are not managing things well, then we have two crises on our hands because we have the same crisis that was going on, and now we have a business that is not doing well. So if you can keep one, at least the pulse going, at least keep your, you know, keep a little, little bit of pressure on your business. While you deal with the crisis, at least your business is still going to be there for you. Don't let up the pedal, you know, completely. I guess that was was what I was trying to say. (laughs) Couldn't think of the little saying analogy there, but you get what I'm saying. Like, keep your foot on it a little bit. Doesn't have to be full steam ahead, you know, but keep it going. Just keep it going a little bit so you can deal with the crisis, but you're not going to have two crises on your hand, Okay. All right, so I hope that helps you today with moving through a crisis and a challenge in your life and your business, even when you don't feel like it. Put on your high achiever hat and think, okay, I can do this. I can deal with one drawer at a time and see how that works for you. And I hope that you're not going through a crisis right now. And if you're not, one last thought, if you are not going through a crisis like right now, then, oh my goodness, friends, now it's pedal to the metal. Like take advantage of the season you're in and work extra hard, okay? Just work super hard right now. All right, so that's what I have for you today. I'm excited about this series to go through how a high achiever works and thinks and all that good stuff so that you can step into that greatness and become the high achiever that others look up to. So it's out there for you. So claim it, my friend. Just go out and claim it. 
And speaking of high achievers, if you're not a member yet of the High Achievers Facebook community for for those of you seeking lifestyle and location freedom, make sure you click the link in the show notes and join us because we have an awesome giveaway, over $1,400 worth of cabin fever, the ultimate cabin fever package. So many good things from our spotlighted entrepreneurs. You've got to check out the details. So join the community, see what it's all about. Super fun over the next six days. As you know, now five days. Um, Don't miss out on it. All right. As always, thanks for listening to the show. If you loved this episode, share it with a friend. Or if you haven't yet, click down and give me a great review. Means a lot to me. Thank you so much. 